And now for your Connecticut County Sheriff's Report right here on Nice 95.5 KBEK. Brian Smith, can you hear me okay, sir? Now, I, can hear you, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I'd say, we're like a bad commercial for a really crummy cell phone company. Can you hear me now? Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> we'll take it. Brian's kind enough to uh, call in today. We both were discussing before we came out here that maybe it's not a bad idea. We've been doing some interviews in the studio, and we do practice all the things we can for safety with masks, and we have some plexiglass and... Todd even put in kind of a fancy filtration system when he ended up getting a new furnace for the office here. So we have kind of a good situation there as far as uh, air movement and all that. So you do everything you can, Brian. But I think maybe it's not a bad idea when possible if people are more comfortable that we just kind of do this over the phone, even though I love seeing your bright, shiny little face in here. Oh, thank you. I would much prefer that myself, too. But <laughs> yes. as you said, there's there's a lot of things we can do to take just simple precautions that, you know, they may be inconvenient and they may slow things down a little in our lives. But I don't think that's all a bad thing. I think uh, some of the slowdown I felt was kind of a, an un, unexpected benefit mm-hmm. of this pandemic was slowing things down, getting back to basic family value time. And, uh, so, I mean, it, well, there's been a lot of bad, it's, it's, there's been some good if you look for the silver lining. Mm-hmm. So, like so you know, we, things. we did a lot of the same things at, at our county buildings, putting in filtration systems and, and took those kind of measures. Um, you know, and if any place can, can do that, um, why not? You know, right. it, it's just one little, one little thing and every little thing that you can do to limit this spread is it makes it that much safer for everybody else around us. Absolutely. You just want to give it your best shot. That's really right. for lack that's of a better term, anybody, right? Right. That's all anybody can do is give it your best shot and and, and try and try and limit the spread cuz right now the spread is is pretty astronomical and um, it's really putting a lot of pressure on our hospital and, and medical um, medical systems. Um, not only do they, well, they might have some bed space. Um, they don't. There, there's so many healthcare workers that are getting infected. Mm-hmm. They can't come to work, and you may have a bed, but you don't have anybody to staff the bed, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's not a good situation to be in tough deal and I feel for the family you know there's just the whole thing you just runs the gamut you right. know uh, across the right. board but I know right. Canaba County is doing the best they can with that and I know I talked with Randy Olseth the other day and we're going to try to chat with Brian Niskanen Dr. Niskanen's kind of heading up the the COVID task force if you will at uh, Wellia and so we're going to try to get a conversation with him he's so busy so I totally understand if he you know we guess have to make it yeah. uh, you know equally easy for him and even if we do a pre-recorded get together I think it's important because I, I really not to push what I'm doing here Brian but it, since it's new this week this is only my fourth day back on the air um, I just want listeners to know that one of the reasons we're here is to be a conduit to be a resource uh, just like having you come on and chat with us and let us know what's going on. That's what we're trying to do across the board and bring kind of bring that community together a little bit and uh, make sure that if something comes up that we can be the one that, you know, for example, something came up 
I hopefully nothing ever comes up with you because I because that'll mean it's something icky probably <laughs> if you call up and say Robin I need to get this on the air right now but you know that you could always do that if it's during that six to nine time period um, or even beyond that uh, we'll have resources for you guys to get a hold of us and and we'll get the word out because that's what we want to do here for sure so Brian okay. let me know a little bit. I, you know, keep an eye on kind of what you're up to, because I'll, I'll explain. Brian is my brother from another mother. Um, he, he and I, I just, I love your dad so much, and I miss him so much. Um, but I, you, I've made you become my brother, whether you like it or not, because of your dad. Uh, he was always so good to me. And so we kid about that quite a bit, and I've known Brian for a number of years. But you've had some really cool things that have been going on, too, in regards to I hate to use the word takedown, but you've had some things in the county that have gone well. You've you've nailed a few people that were doing some things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, we've had some had some pretty decent successes uh, recently. Um, probably the biggest was the the recent um, search warrant executed by the uh, East Central Drug Violent Offender Task Force, um, and that's a task force that we we have an agent, uh, an officer, deputy. Uh, in with Pine County, Chisago County, and Isani counties, and uh, they had put together a case um, that actually was quite extensive. It took uh, it took quite some time for all this to come together, but um, in the end, they ended up uh, uh, doing hitting it at the right time, and uh, uh, they found exactly what they were looking for. There was extremely large amounts of methamphetamine. Um, talking like eight nine pounds, wow. uh, which is pretty large for what we encounter here. That's not that's not very common. Um, and uh, a lot of cash, which usually goes along with that trade. Uh-huh. And uh, um, I believe there was some stolen property also, um, which oftentimes locally what we see is usually in that the local drug trade here involves stolen property. Sure. Um, that's how people pay for for the substances that they get. So, um, oftentimes they go hand in hand, and one leads to the other, and vice versa. Um, so, uh, it was a it was a good local case. This wasn't just somebody from outside um, stopping here and and um, moving on. Um, this was this was a local person that was at the at the epicenter of a lot of criminal activity. In, in especially Kanemic and Pine Counties, um, but also Isani and Chicago as well. So it was it was a really good bust, and it also um, not only did our local um, actors get uh, get caught, um, it also led to the arrest of some international um, suspects that were uh, involved in bringing huge amounts of methamphetamine to our local area. Well, it's, I'll tell you, it was great to see that happening. And do you feel like in this time of COVID, things have exponentially become more difficult? Brian, do you, I mean, do you feel like the drug situation has become even exacerbated compared to, let's say, even a year ago? You know, I <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, you know, kind of what we saw was there was kind of a, Seemed like there was a period where there was kind of a downswing, okay. and uh, so the supply chain got severely um, interrupted. Um, That's a one good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of. It, although 
all, all that happens is it drives the prices up. Okay. So uh, prices like doubled last spring, and now that the supply chains have been sorted out, they're they're on the way back down again. Um, so uh, I think we saw kind of a maybe a lull and a slowing there for a while, um, but then everybody got used to the pandemic situation and got comfortable again and went back to doing what they what they do on a regular basis. So even, even criminals adapted to this. <laughs> I mean, I hate to Absolutely. say that, but that is... It is you know. true. It's, you know, yeah, every, everybody adapts. And uh, they, they, the drug trade adapted to the situation and continued to adapt. And, um, and that's, that's kind of what the, the task force does too. You know, they, yeah. they try to adapt to the changes that they see and, uh, make adjustments and, and try and get good work done. What do you right now beyond these kind of things that are happening, Brian? What else in the county are you noticing? Because I, I, it seems like, of course, you know, I think all of us maybe tap on Facebook and I'll see somebody say, "Okay, watch your mail." They've been, you know, people have been stealing mail out of the mailbox, or there's been, you know, they see a particular vehicle and it's parked on the road and they don't know why. And, you know, you, you, those are the kind of things that you see, like, on social media. How much of that do you guys deal with, and, and what should we as a citizen do with some of that information? Well, and obviously, if you see something, say something. Right. I mean, that that's as simple as it gets. And a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people, and this has been this way for my entire career, but um, people will say, well, we didn't want to bother you. Well, <laughs> that's what you pay for us to do. Uh, <laughs> so don't, don't, it's not a bother. That's, that's what we want you to do. Because we can't be aware and see everything. We don't see the things every citizen sees from their, from their own kitchen window. So, you know, call us and let us know, and, and we can look into it. And sometimes that pans out really good. Um, sometimes it doesn't, um, but at least we can try. Sure, um, so, sure. And overall, so that's, that's the biggest. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the biggest part. Um, and and I think you know some of the some of the stuff that was going on and being being seen and reported. I don't know that it was any worse because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, but I think people were home more, so they saw more. Good point. I think that had a bigger effect on things than the actual activity itself. Sure. No, it makes a lot of sense. Like to say, people are home more, yeah. able to see what's going on, and then report accordingly. So, what, exactly. So what would exactly. you what would you say right now, Brian? Like I say, is there anything beyond uh, giving a call if something comes up, or um, is there is there more we can do as citizens? Would you say to help you guys out? Well, I think you know you take measures to protect your protect yourself. Okay. Um, you know, be be aware of um, you know putting stuff in the mailbox. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to put checks in the mailbox. It's usually outgoing mail is what they're looking for, not necessarily incoming mail. Sure, that Although, fl- that flag you know, up on the mailbox, right? Absolutely, a flag up on the mailbox is telltale that there's something in there that you're mailing out, and if it's a check to to payment, uh, there are folks that will steal those and what they call it check washing, and they're able to wash the ink off and then write their own check basically, um, and and get cash for that to any amount. I mean, it's not the amount that you wrote on there; it's the amount that they come up with. 
Well, sure. And then they have your routing number. They have they have a check. Yep. I mean, that's not good yep. in this this day of digital and everything that can be done. Uh, yeah, that's Absolutely. not good. Not good. No. Well, no. other otherwise, Brian, um, do we have anything else you want to touch on today? Because it's kind of our maiden voyage, and I don't want to hold you up too long. But I just wanted to see if there's anything else you wanted to touch on. You know, one of those one of those simple things of you know your own personal property. Uh, when it's out in the open and where somebody can see it from just driving by, um, you know, that, that there's people that drive around and their sole purpose is to find something to steal mm-hmm. um, because they don't have a job, they don't have income, and they got to pay for their addiction um, or whatever their expenses are. Um, and, and they'll drive around and find something that's easy and uh, not very much risk. Um, so if they see something and know something's there, they come back at a time when it's late at night or in the morning, uh, whatever. Sometimes they think that that homeowner is not going to be around and that's when they steal the stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you can keep stuff behind closed doors, so to speak, um, and, and people aren't able to see that it makes you, makes the probability of you being, uh, victimized in that way uh, a lot less. Sure, it's kind of common sense, but I know for some folks, you know, they're limited on space to put stuff away too. You know, it depends right. on what it is. If it's cars or if it's you know lawnmowers and all those kind of things that I think they can right. turn around and sell pretty quickly for the most part, or take parts yeah. off or whatever. That seems to be kind of what happens. Yep. So try to tuck yep. stuff away. And, it's, you, know, you know, yeah, and don't leave don't leave your keys in your car right. in your driveway. Um, you you think your stuff is safe in your driveway. It's not always, you know, take your keys out and even best, best thing is lock the car. Yeah. Take the keys in with you. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. All right, yep. Brian. Well, I so appreciate it. Like I say, first time out, we're getting, getting our feet wet. So, you know, anytime you have something coming up, great. But otherwise, you and I will make sure that we have a date on Thursday mornings right around this time, around 830 or so. Sound like a plan? Outstanding. All right, my dear. You take care of yourself. We'll talk later. All right, you also, and we'll talk later. Okay, thanks, Brian. There you go, Brian Smith. He is the sheriff of Kanabic County, and we'll be having this chat again, as I mentioned, Thursday mornings. You have been listening to a WCMP production.